the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Common Good. My name is Aubrey Sampson, as always, joined by my co-host, Brian Fromm. And we have a new friend in the studio with us. We're already swapping stories. We're already laughing. We're already in love with Dr. Michelle McKinney Hammond. She's a brand new book out we're going to talk about. She has an event coming up very soon. And music coming out of Ghana. So much to talk to you about. Yes. But first of all, welcome. Thanks so much Thank for being you. here at the Common Thank Good. Thank you. I feel so at home. Mm. Oh, okay. I was we- greeted with hugs and laughter. <laughs> I know. I was like, I need to hug you. Okay. I don't even know where to. Okay. Let's start with you live in Ghana. That yes. was news to me because I thought you were in the States. So yes. tell us a little bit of how God brought you there because it's been 12 years now. I've been there 12 years and now I'm back and forth here like every two to three months. I'm like, wow. God, what are you doing? Don't be sneaking mm. up on yeah. me now. But I lived in Chicago for many years, as you know. And I worked at Burrell Advertising, which was a huge advertising agency here, still is. Um, Then I went into ministry and books and all of that. But my father is Ghanaian. Okay, cool. And him and my mother separated when I was born, and I was shipped off to Barbados to live with my mother's family. I didn't know that. Didn't know where he was. She married an American. We moved to America. My aunt's traveling and doing her Auntie Mame, going all over the world bit. Wow. And she's going to Africa. So I said, you should find my father so I can meet him. Yeah. My mother says, all I can remember is that I used to write to his mother in Accra. So my aunt checks into the Golden Tulip Hotel, which was this very prestigious hotel at the time, hmm. asked the bellman if he ever heard of a George Hammond? He says, yes, he's the chairman of Merchant Bank. He brings his clients here every day at five o'clock for drink. (laughs) Who'd figure that out? Are you kidding? That's how my dad was found. So she called the bank and said, I'm your daughter's aunt and she wanted me to find you. And he took the first plane smoking, came over and we were close from that moment on. Really? Yes. That's beautiful. He was my pearl of great price that I found. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Oh, what a fascinating story. As as Aubrey said, you have a lot that we could talk about. Mm. So let's start with the book. Yes. When Shift Happens. Oh, yes. yes. To your next. Such a great uh, title. It really is. Give us just the overview, right? Why this book? What is it about? But why did you write this book? You know what? God told me to write this book. Mm. It is the fastest book I've ever written. Come on. And it was because I think of where we all are in life. Things are, as as we say in Ghana, life is very fluid right now. Mm. People are moving. There's great migrations going on. A lot yeah. of people moving south or moving overseas. That's true. Um, since the pandemic, relationships change, business change, school change. Yep. Finances changed. Everything changed. And some people are still paralyzed. Some people got energized. And some people are just in the middle feeling overwhelmed. Mm. And I felt the need to really address that and help people learn how to navigate through those things. Because we shouldn't be shocked and rocked by change. Change is inevitable. But how we respond to it has everything to do with our outcome. So it's very, very important that we respond well. And that's what the book is all about. Mm. It's about just giving clarity that Life does shift. Yep. Life happens. Yep. That's going to happen. But how are you going to?
going to deal with it. And you need to understand that it's seasonal. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't happen just once. Mm. It happens in cycles. Mm. And so knowing which season you are really helps you also navigate. So that's... Oh, really the crux so good. of it. I'm, I'm sitting here thinking of the people for whom change is just never welcome. Right. Like, no, yeah. I know we finally got where we're supposed to be. Why are we changing again? Mm-hmm. Um, what's a word of encouragement to that listener? Mm. Well, you know what? I think that all change is unwelcome, even when we want change. <laughs> so Let's face true. it, because. As you notice on the book cover is there's the if in the middle of shift. Yes. And that if is what makes change unwelcome. Mm. It's the unknown factors. It's the adjustments. It's um, learning how what we need to let go of Mm. and how to let go of it. Because sometimes we want change, but we're not we're not really open to letting go of some of the stuff Mm -hmm. that needs to be let go of in order to fully embrace the change. You know, when you when you've got your hands balled up, you can't put anything else in them. Mm. So it's really, really important. That you just relax. God's got you. Mm. Um, guess what? His hair's not on fire about <laughs> yeah. the change. He knew yeah. about it before the beginning of time and already had yeah. everything in place for you. Mm. And I have to say that to myself on a daily basis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we do. all do, right? Yeah. Uh, How do you practically navigate change in your own life? Do you pray on it? Do you ask friends, what should I do? How, talk us through how mm-hmm. you deal with change. Okay, first acknowledge what the change is. Mm-hmm. Acknowledge the and, and acknowledge how you feel about yeah. it. You know, you might not like it or you might be excited about it. But and I always like people to journal. I like them to write things down. Um, so that they can see it. Because, you know, sometimes people say stuff and you go, did you hear what you just said? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now you just magnified that by like a hundred points, you know. (laughs) It's not that deep. Pull pull yourself back up out of that. So write it down. I am here. This is how I feel about it. Mm. This is what I'd like to have happen. What are my options? And then get some counsel. You know, make sure that you've got wise counsel speaking into your life because sometimes you need somebody to talk you out that tree. Yeah. And you go, I'm not in a tree. Yes, you are. <laughs> you need <laughs> someone down. just to say you're yeah, in a yeah, tree. You're in right, the tree. Right. Come down. Oh. No, I'm not. I'm just a little upset. No, you're in the tree. Come mm-hmm. down. You know, so it's really important to have the support system, but also just stop and take that realistic view of where you are and then examine your options. There are always mm-hmm. options, but until you make yourself look at them, you won't. Yeah. You'll yeah. just be, yeah. you'll just magnify the issue yeah. and you'll be focused on the issue versus the solution. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so good. I, a next step in that process too. I'm even thinking about, let's say you've, you're look, you've journaled, you're looking at the possible solutions, the possible options. What if you're somebody who gets stuck in indecision and you're like, but I don't know, I mm-hmm. could do this or I could do this or I could do then what? That's where sound counsel comes in. Mm. You know, um, I'm, I'm so blessed with a great pastor back in Ghana yeah. and um, I just had a decision I had to make and he's one, of, he's a great business person. Mm. You know, make sure you're getting your advice from someone who's successful at what you want to do. Oh, not good. someone that's just twirling with you. Yeah. You know, wow. first of all. So so get the right counsel. That's Consider good. the source. OK, so I called him and I said, here's what's going on with me. And he said, well, this is your two options. And what I would suggest is that if this option doesn't bear the fruit that you need for this, then you mm-hmm. know to do the next thing. Wow. Then I, I was very clear on wow. how to move forward. Wow. And it just gave me a piece. You know, that's the other thing that has to happen here. Does the decision that you make give you peace? Mm. 
Mm. Peace is always mm. the companion of God's promise to you. Wow. Okay. So um, when you when you're still kind of in angst about it, mm-hmm. then I would say stop, take a pause, and reconfigure mm. because it means something's not quite in alignment. That's so yeah. good. Yeah, That's so good. Curious. Uh, in the book, you use a lot of personal stories, personal mm-hmm. anecdotes. Uh, do you like people knowing your stories? Is it uh, cathartic for you to share your stories or a little bit um, intimidating that people know your story? <laughs> Good question. You know what? I'm, I'm very transparent about life because I believe that all the experiences that we're allowed to have are really not just for us. They're for other people. Mm. Uh, people gain strength, first of all, by knowing they're not alone. That's right. Yeah. And then secondly, OK, well, if you navigated through that, the possibility is there for me. So that's why I share the stories. Um, you know, I'm, I'm over feeling embarrassed about the things I've <laughs> yeah. been through. I mean, you know, I tell people, look, I got fired and rehired from the same job twice. Okay. <laughs> you know, somebody can say, well, my publicist says, well, maybe you might not want to share that. I said, no, somebody needs to hear that yeah. because they're thinking that, you know, they're horrible because they yeah. weren't able to keep their job. Yeah. And sometimes it's not about you. It's about other factors yeah. concerning There's somebody job. on the yeah. other side of that yeah. and they need that word. No, that's, that's really Hey, I good. got fired and wrote a book. How <laughs> Talk about a shift. Talk about a okay. shift. The title of Dr. Michelle McKinney Hammond's new book is When Shift Happens, Say Yes to Your Next. All right. Tell us about the Diva Principal event. It's happening October 13th and 14th at Park Community Church in Chicago. Who is this for? What is this about? Well, it's for women, but Friday night we're doing a concert, so men and women are invited. Um, and I'll be, you know, just giving an open, inspirational talk that night. Um, Moody has been one of our um, sponsors, so a couple of them will be there. And um, it's all about around the book shift. Mm. So where the theme is shift. I'm going to be doing an interactive workshop the next day. So it's really like a long coaching session for the day. For those who are really feeling stuck, they can still register at michellehammond.com or thedivaprincipal.net. There's still room for you. It includes lunch. But then it is an interactive session. This is not like just your regular conference where you yeah. come and people are talking at you. No, no, no. I'm going to help you dig deep, get to the root of some issues, mm. and resolve them. So this is about transformation. For the day. And like I said, Friday night is a welcome night. It's a fun night. We're going to do some music from my um, new album that I have with my group called Relevance out of Ghana, West Africa. And I'm going to have Charles Laster there from Detroit, Michigan, who's an amazing psalmist. Mm. And we're just going to have an amazing time. So Friday night is fun. Saturday is about transformation, digging deep and getting some stuff done. Oh, there you so, go. So yeah. good. There you go. Sounds so good. Uh, the Diva Principle. Mm-hmm. Sounds fascinating. <laughs> Please enlighten us a little bit on what the Diva Principle is. Well, Diva stands for Divine Inspiration for Victorious Attitude. Because attitude is is everything. Wow. Everything. And, you know, we have taken Diva and perverted it into like this spoiled woman. But actually, a Diva was a woman of excellence Mm. um, and also a virtuoso in her craft Mm. when it came to opera. Mm. And so this is about, um, you know, I've, I've taken Diva from... The divine inspiration, because God wants us to be partakers of his divine nature. Mm. So it's really about getting closer in your intimacy with God and letting him do a transformative work in you that makes you victorious 
in every area of your life. I so like it's all that. about living, loving, and overcoming. I like it. You could even be a diva. I could be a diva. You could. <laughs> it's, my, it's my calling. It's yes, my calling it is. <laughs> Attitude is everything. Attitude is everything. Okay, <laughs> tell us about the band. I want to hear everything. You've got a music oh my project gosh. coming out. Tell us yes. about that, where people can find it. How did this even start? Oh, my show? gosh. Well, it's it's been an evolution of about 10 years now. I was managing a a, a Christian rock group out of Nigeria. They kind of fell apart. Mm. The guitarist came and said, I want to work with you. So he literally moved to Ghana and hasn't been home since. Um, So we started Relevance back in April 1st, 2014. Come on. And we write all of our own music. It's called Rockspiration. It's a (laughs) melange of rock, jazz, Afro beats. Wow. And it's all very original, but it's all very scripturally based. What's weird about our group, though, is that we perform more in bars than we do in churches. That's awesome. Interesting. That's and awesome. we're not pulling back. We're talking about Jesus. So, you know, the title song is called Rock for the Rock. That's awesome. And um, when we when we perform in bars, they're smoking, they're drinking, but we always get those at the end that come up and say, yeah. I got to go back to church. That wow. was so good. And they're jamming because our music really jams. Oh, it's so This fun. guy, Umar Jafu is his name, and he is a beast on a guitar, number one. I always call him David because, I mean, he just goes into a zone that just takes you away. Wow. But he's an amazing arranger and producer, and I write the lyrics and melodies. And and, uh, we've just been having a good time. So this is our first project out on, like, a major distributor. Okay. Okay. um, Orchard Sony Music. You can get it on iTunes, Apple Music, Amazon. It's everywhere. Awesome. It's called Rock for the Rock, Michelle McKinney, Hammond, and Relevance. Enjoy the music. Stream it. Like it. Share it with friends. We're just trying to pump it up because I'm bringing them over next spring, and we're going (gasps) to go on tour all over. And, and yeah, yeah, yes, I'm excited. Congratulations. That's very cool. Yes. Strange question for you. Mm -hmm. So... Do you consider yourself a musician, a writer, a speaker? speaker? What is first in the biography? Good after, question. You know, I'm after a the Nova daughter Star- of God. Amen. You know, that means we got so many gifts going on. My mentor, Bunny Wilson, said that when God was handing out talents, I got stuck on the conveyor belt and everything. That's got, <laughs> and so I got an overdose of everything. Yep. So I just, I just try to use it all. Because when I stand before him, I just want him to say, well done. I don't mm. want him to ask me, why didn't you? use that thing I gave you. You know that talent thing where mm. he buried it. I don't want to be guilty of that. Yeah. Wow. But I love the word. Yeah. I love writing. Yeah. I love speaking and sharing life uh, mm. with people. I love singing because I'm a worshiper at heart. Mm. I mean, I, my life is a musical. There's always music in my head awesome. all the time. Mm. And I'm doing this thing with Urban Ministries now called Sunday School Made Simple. What's that? Which you can find on YouTube every Sunday. There's a new Sunday School lesson oh, there great. going through the Bible in a year. That's cool. Sunday School Made Simple. So I'm excited about hosting that. They just asked me to do that and it Fine. started and... People love it. And so for me, it's all about the word relevance. Mm. Our mission statement is making the word and worship relevant, Mm. you know, so just pumping it up and and just putting the word to music and giving life to people. That's what it's all about. Michelle, I feel like there's so many questions I want to ask you, but I do want to go back to something from the book when shift happens. I know you talk about like a winter of the soul mm-hmm. season, and um, I'd love to have you describe what that is. But then I'm hearing you living this very vivacious life. Mm-hmm. How does somebody who's been maybe stuck in a winter of the soul begin to take those brave steps to like, oh, I want to enter life again? 
I feel like I've just been coming out of really? winter, to be perfectly mm. honest. Yeah. I feel like, you know, my whole journey with moving to Ghana and um, for a while feeling forgotten and irrelevant mm. because I was so far away. And it was before we had Zoom and everything. Yeah. And I think that people didn't really know how to cross the bridge and connect. Yeah. Like, OK, you're over there. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, and, and I'd have to say that in some ways my ministry probably suffered during that time at first because... Mm. People forgot, you know, if you're not here, that's it, you know. Um, And so there were many days that I felt like Moses on the backside of the desert, you know, wondering, Mm -hmm. well, gee, what's going to become of me? And it was just so weird because in the meantime, I didn't even tell you about this, but now I'm in all these soap operas and movies in Ghana. (laughs) Come on. Wait, wait. So add actress. Aren't we all? all? (laughs) Same, same girl. You know, but I'm sitting there and I'm in my bed and I'm like, God, what happened to all my television stuff? I was doing Aspiring Women and had won an Emmy for that on TLM before I left. And now there's like this desert. Mm. And they ended up renting my house for this movie, giving me a bit part in it. Come and on. from there, I never, I've never auditioned for a part. They that's literally awesome. write my parts Come for me. On. And so I'm like, Lord, what are you doing with my life? Mm. And so that's what I want to say to people about winter. Um, you know, bears get all their stuff and they save it in a cave and they go in. Life doesn't end. They're Mm. storing up for something. Mm. And God's doing something different in that Mm. season. So some things have to be allowed to fall off and die off in order to make room for the new thing that God wants to do. Mm. We know that in the winter, it looks like nothing's going on. But when spring breaks, man, those flowers pop up, it seems, overnight. But they've been working on growing beneath the surface long before spring comes. And so the winter of your heart, the winter of your soul, uh, Stormy and Michael O'Mardian wrote this song called Seasons of the Soul. Mm. And one of the lines was, how could this happen to me? It's not right if Jesus is my friend. Mm. But when Jesus is your friend, sometimes he allows things to die. That's mm. right. Remember when Lazarus was sick mm-hmm. and it said he stayed away on purpose for three days yeah. and then said, Lazarus is glad is dead and I am glad mm. because now God's going to be glorified. Mm. So the winter of your life prepares for great glorification of God doing something in your life when wow. he shows up and spring appears and the new fruit that he's been birthing in you during mm. the winter season finally gets to manifest. So don't get discouraged. That's really oh, good. Man. I knew I saw, I knew I recognized her from some of the Ghana. <laughs> all those Ghanaian uh, yeah, soap, soap operas, operas that, that I've watched. Watch. <laughs> hey, before you close it out, you just have to give us the number. No explanation, mm-hmm. but you told us off air. How many dogs do you have? I have eight. There you go. No explanation. Don't hold it Don't judge me. Don't judge me. We've been thrilled to be joined by Dr. Michelle McKinney Hammond talking about her new book. Uh, this event that's coming up at uh, Park Community Church, Chicago, October 13th and 14th. Remind the people your website so they can check out more. MichelleHammond.com or TheDivaPrincipal.net. And Friday night is free. So if you, there you go. don't mm. want to register for the conference, come Friday night and enjoy the music. All of us uh, divas out there. Get there. <laughs> we'll all be there together. You're listening to The Common Good on AM 1160. Hope for your life. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.